Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire. Truth be told, I don't think I really understood Memorial Day until after my father passed away. It's not that I hadn't known the purpose or practice of Memorial Day. Indeed, from way back in my days in high school band and through the years I've worked as a pastor, I've participated in a good many services, ceremonies, and parades that have served to honor the memory of those who have died in service to our country. Which, despite the fact that the tradition of this holiday has greatly expanded over the years to include loved ones who have passed, still remains the primary focus of the day. So I've long understood the great significance of what we do on this particular holiday. It's just that since my father died, nearly 15 years ago now, Memorial Day became something personal. I remember calling my mother just before the first Memorial Day after my dad's passing. We were still living in Ohio at the time, and mom, of course, was in Maine. And I asked her all these questions that had never really come up before. What kind of flowers should we put on Dad's grave? And how about the stone, the, the stone that got set just before snow flew the previous fall? How it had weathered the winter and, and how it dealt with the inevitable frost heaves that happened come spring? And it wasn't just my father's grave we talked about. We also discussed how the shrubbery around my grandparents' graves needed to be cut back and maybe landscaped a bit. We actually spoke quite a while about these matters, and, and I remember at one point apologizing to my mother for dwelling on them. It was kind of a somber subject, after all. But Mom said, well, that's all right, because that's what you do on Memorial Day. Now, though it might represent to many merely a three-day weekend and the unofficial beginning of the summer season, Memorial Day still remains an apt time to honor the memory of those we love simply by tending to their gravesites straightening out, planting flowers, all of which is a very good thing for us to do. But better still is how, in the process of all of that, we're given time to reflect, to reflect on all that those loved ones have meant to us, and, and to think about all that they've taught us by their words and by their very lives. Not so much uh, in, in a manner of grief, although admittedly that sometimes is part of it, but mostly in a manner of love and gratitude and, and even joy. This may sound obvious, but it needs to be said. So much of the value and importance of Memorial Day is in the remembering. But it also should be said that Memorial Day is about time, an awareness and recognition of time that is past, time that is spent, and time that is lost. Quite often, as I'm out for a walk in the evening, I will make a point of, of walking through the cemetery that is nearby our home. I actually love walking through that cemetery, and, and I love looking at the gravestones there because they remind me that each one of the names engraved on those stones represent a life. The life of a man or a woman or a child. The lives of husbands and wives, mothers and fathers. The lives of people who were somebody's friend the lives of people who worked and played and lived out their days, and, and others, sadly and tragically, who never really had the chance to live at all. But the point of this is that each one of these people marked on these gravestones were real people who had, 
at least some measure of time. Time to mark and to use and to invest and to enjoy. I always end up wondering, how did all these people use the time they had? Who were they? they did they make a difference somehow? Did they take advantage of the opportunities that came along to do good work, uh, to show love and caring to others, to, as the song goes, teach their children well? What kind of legacy did they leave to the next generation with their time? These are the kind of things we remember with those we love, especially on Memorial Day. But I'm here to tell you today that they're also the questions we should be asking of ourselves here and now. It's been said that where time is concerned, there are two unfailing truths, that time teaches and that time will eventually disappear. None of us can accumulate a storehouse of time. Not to sound foreboding here, but the fact of the matter is that whether we die far too young or we live to be 110, each one of us is only given so much time in this life. So what's important is how we use the time we have what it teaches us, and, and if we're correctly to understand our faith about how time brings us closer to becoming the kind of true spiritual beings that God has created us and intends for us to be. I've always been fond of the third chapter of Ecclesiastes, which of course begins with a familiar proclamation that for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. I love how, in the 13 or so verses that follow, the writer of Ecclesiastes lists down 28 experiences that are all common to our human experience. And they're arranged in just such a way that each one has an opposite experience that is just as likely. We are born, and we die. We weep, and we laugh. We mourn, and we dance. Every one of us. There will always be times of war just as there are times of peace. Indeed, for everything, turn, 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 there is a season, turn, 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 and a time for every purpose under heaven. Hey, what can I say? I'm an old folky at heart. But the point is, and a good one, is that our lives do not remain constant. Our lives are ever-changing, and, and to fully appreciate the time we have in life, we need to embrace it all. The good and the bad, the joyous and the painful, the routine day-to-day -day stuff, as well as the unexpected challenges that come out of nowhere. Writer and Benedictine sister Joan Chittister says this very well. She writes that the purpose of life lies in learning to enjoy each giddy part, to endure each costly part to cope with every exhausting part, to learn from every colorless part, to stretch and groan and grow, to milk every single period of life dry. How this will happen in our lives? Well, that's the ongoing mystery, isn't it? But the good news is that as we seek to make the best use of the time we have, we're not alone in the effort. We have the presence and the power of God who has made everything suitable for its time. You and I are blessed that even though we find ourselves at times overwhelmed by the swift changing of seasons in this life, God is always there giving us strength and spirit to weather those changes as they come. 
I am more and more convinced as I grow older that there is no wasted time where God is concerned. Yes, there is a time to plant and for harvest, time for love and for anger, a time for peace even when there's war. That's the stuff of life as God has given it to us, and we cannot change that. But if we take on all of life with God, then all of these varied seasons become valuable, purposeful, and might I add the stuff of greatness, the source material for a legacy that will last throughout the years, even when our time is over. Well, as I speak to you today, this weekend brings Memorial Day around once again, and we will remember those who have gone on before, family members, friends, dear ones who we loved and who loved us, people who made a difference in our lives simply by their being with us, people who gave all in defense of our freedoms and liberties. Perhaps we can also, though, take heart the other side of Memorial Day, the reminder that we still have time. You and I still have time. Time to love, time to laugh, time to dance, time to live, time to praise God in and through everything that makes up our lives. As Pete Seeger and the birds once observed, I swear it's not too late. And that brings us to the close of this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening today. And until next time, stay safe, be well, and may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.